listening to the Read Aloud Revival Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. Hello, hello, Sarah McKenzie here. Okay, today we have an especially awesome show for you. We're putting this episode of the Read Aloud Revival up early because it's kind of a fun week. There's something big happening and we're going to talk about it today on the show. As you probably already know, this week a brand new movie is releasing based on A Wrinkle in Time. This is one of my favorite books to share with kids and it's featured as one of my top picks for read-alouds in chapter 15 of my brand new book, The Read-Aloud Family. The movie's release offers families a perfect opportunity to experience the book together and then have some meaningful conversations about all kinds of topics. A Wrinkle in Time, the book, is often recommended for kids aged eh, 10 to 14 year old, years old, uh, but I think older teens and adults will find a lot to love about it as well. And if you're reading the book aloud, kids as young as 7 or 8 can listen in. In A Wrinkle in Time, Meg and Charles Wallace embrace on a quest through space to find their father. It's a story of good versus evil, possibility and coming of age. It's smart, it's timeless, and it's a book that will become a family favorite. If your kids have never read it before, reading it aloud to them will be a magical experience. And if they've already read it on their own, they're probably not going to be opposed to hearing it again. Today on the show, I want to give you three simple steps you can use to enjoy a wrinkle in time with your kids. These are the, my favorite steps to enjoying any book with kids. They're simple, they're doable. You don't have to go to the grocery store or the craft store and get up a lot of gumption to do something high energy with your kids. This is about a simple and very meaningful experience around a wonderful book that your kids will remember for a very long time. Now, if you want the reading guide that I'm going to mention in today's show, you can get it for free. You want to go to readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle. You'll get the whole reading guide along with uh, the basic points from this podcast. So you don't forget what to do um, when you go there. So that's readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle. Okay, so the three simple steps to enjoy a wrinkle in time with your kids. First, read the book. Second, share an experience. And third, talk about it. It's that simple. You have no need for literary expertise or complicated plans. Definitely no need for book reports or essays. <laughs> if you and your child read A Wrinkle in Time together, if you share an experience and then you talk about the book together, you will find that both your relationship with your child and your child's relationship with books will change for the better. So let's go through those steps one by one. First, read the book. A Wrinkle in Time makes for a wonderful read aloud. If you'd like, you can use the audiobook version, uh, and that way you can enjoy being read to as well. I particularly like the version narrated by Hope Davis. We'll put a link to that in today's show notes at readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle. 
Audiobooks are a great way to fit in read-alouds when you're with your kids in the car, maybe you're sharing a task of folding laundry, or you're just sitting at the dinner table or the breakfast table together. Audiobooks are a fabulous way to get in more reading aloud, and they're it's a really wonderful way to listen in particular to A Wrinkle in Time. If you're short on time or your older kids and teens haven't warmed up to the idea of being read aloud to yet... Well, first of all, you'll find strategies to help you with that in the Read Aloud family, the brand new book. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. But also, each of you can read the book independently and then come together to share the experience and talk about it. So this first step of reading the book, it can be done by you reading aloud, by listening to the audiobook together in the car, at dinner, or wherever it's most convenient for you, or reading the book alone and coming together to talk about it. There are a lot of benefits to your kids hearing the sophisticated and correct, grammatically correct sentence patterns that happen inside the book through their ear, which is why I think if you can make reading the book aloud or listening to it on audio happen, you're going to get even more bang for your buck with this experience. Reading the book together can be a really wonderful experience for your kids. I bet you'll be surprised at how much you enjoy it too. So that's step one, reading the book aloud. The second step is to share an experience. So mark your calendar because the brand new Disney movie, A Wrinkle in Time, releases to theaters March 9th, 2018. That's very, very soon from the time we're releasing this episode. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm excited to see it and see if I think it, you know, holds up to the book. <laughs> we'll find out. The book, um, the movie is rated PG. And if you read the book first and then watch the movie, your kids will enjoy pointing out what was different and what was the same. And they'll also likely have opinions about how the characters were depicted in the film and what scenes the filmmakers decided to include or leave out. Because when you're taking a book that's a couple hundred pages and you're condensing it into a two-hour movie, uh, they have to leave a lot out. So it's interesting to find out what the filmmakers decided to leave in and take out and how they decided to convey the message of the book. You don't have to see the movie in the theater, of course. So if you want to wait until it's released on DVD, or maybe you have a cheap movie theater in your um, area where they show movies a little later than the new releases, or you just want to wait until you can get it from the library or Redbox or Netflix or wherever you rent your movies and watch it at home snuggled up on the couch, that works too. Another thing to remember is you don't have to read the book before you see the movie. I tend to think that that's a better experience because it allows your kids to visualize and imagine the book first and then compare the filmmaker's version of the movie with the version in their own head. But don't ever feel discouraged like you have to do it in that order or it never works. <laughs> you can, of course, watch a movie and read the book afterwards. That can be a lovely experience as well. If I have a choice, I usually choose to read the book first and then show my kids the movie. I'll have a link in the show notes at readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle where you can find out more about the movie and decide if it's a good fit for your family and your kids' ages. If your kids are really digging the sci-fi nature of A Wrinkle in Time and you're feeling a bit adventurous, you could try some little extension activities, things like breaking open geodes or growing crystals. Any of those kinds of fun hands-on activities, especially with younger kids, can be a big hit. But again, those are completely superfluous. <laughs> they're, extra, they're extra. If you are you have the energy for it and your kids are into it, go for it. But if you don't, Reading the book and watching the movie is where the heart of this meaningful experience comes from. 
Step one, read the book. Step two, share the experience going to the movie. And step three, talk about it. In the show notes at readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle, you will find a free reading guide. And I have a list of questions that you can use to spark a conversation with your kids about wrinkle in a wrinkle in time. The great thing about these questions is that you can ask kids of any age the same questions. And then the answers themselves and the conversation you have around the question, that will vary depending on your child's age and maturity level. So as you talk with your kids, the most important thing to keep in mind is that compelling questions are more important than compelling answers. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. Compelling questions matter more than compelling answers. That's because a child who practices the art of asking questions will develop a habit of thinking deeply when they're reading on their own in the future. So if we help our kids develop this habit of asking questions, then even if they don't come out with the most compelling, amazing answers right now, they get in the habit of asking those questions and they ask themselves those questions when they're reading books down the road, when we're not reading with them, 10 years from now when they're reading. And that is what we're going for. Good questions about books are open-ended. So here's how you know if you're asking a good question about a book. If you know the answer to a question before you ask it, it's not a good question. (laughs) We want our kids to remember that we're on their side. Remember that this is a conversation. It's not a quiz. If you want to know more about having really good, rich conversations with your kids that are simple, that you don't need any literary skill for or any expertise about, that you don't even have had to read the book before your kids or anything to have, you want to get your hands on my new book, The Read Aloud Family, because there are two whole chapters dedicated to how to have those simple, easygoing, really meaningful conversations with your kids, along with 10 questions you can ask about any book to have these kinds of great conversations, whether your child is 2 or 22. So in the guide at readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle, you'll find the reading guide that gives you a bunch of questions you can ask in particular about wrinkle in time. Remember that you can ask a single one of these questions or you can ask several of them. Asking even one good open-ended question will make a huge difference in the way your kids think about what they've read. So I would encourage you to think of the questions you ask your kids about any book they're reading, but as it pertains to this episode, A Wrinkle in Time, Think of those as doors. Opening any one of those doors can lead to a wonderful, meaningful, meaty discussion. So pick a door, pick any door, and see where it takes you. Here are some examples of the questions you'll see in the reading guide. What does Meg want most, and why can't she have it? How are Mrs. What's-It, Mrs. Who, and Mrs. Which alike, and how are they different? Who is the most noble in this story? And what did he or she do that was so noble? What would you change about the way the characters travel through time and space if you were writing this book? What is something you don't want to forget about A Wrinkle in Time? That's just a sampling. There are several others. But I hope you can tell just by listening to those questions, there are no single right answers to those questions. And because of that, when you ask your kids questions like this, you're respecting their ability to come to the conversation with something to contribute instead of just spewing back whatever you already know the answer should be. Now, if your kids want more, if you read the book, 
You share the experience of watching the movie. Maybe you have a little fun with some geodes or crystals. You have a really good conversation with your kids by asking one or two open-ended questions, but they want more. You might not know where to turn, or maybe you just want to know what to read as a family or what to hand to your kids who loved reading or rereading the Wrinkle in Time books and really, really wants more. So let me give you a few suggestions if that's the case in your home. First of all, you should know that the Wrinkle in Time is the first book in a series. It's called the Time Quintet, and the other books are called A Wind in the Door, A Swiftly Tilting Planet, Many Waters, and an acceptable time. And you can get the entire set uh, for a really good price. We'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you can grab it because that whole collection is worth owning for sure. Other books your kids might like if they really like to wrinkle in time are, um, well, I love Meet the Austins, which is the first in another series written by the same author. And there's a whole series there as well. Meet the Austins is the first. Some other books I think kids who love Wrinkle in Time might enjoy are books by Elizabeth Marie Pope. And the ones I'm talking about today are The Sherwood Ring and The Perilous Guard. Your library might have them. I know you can find them online or at a bookshop. The Sherwood Ring and The Perilous Guard will be really, they've got some fantasy elements, some history elements. Um, They're told in a similar style. And I think kids who really enjoy Wrinkle in Time will also enjoy Elizabeth Marie Pope's work. If your kids like this sort of play with dystopian um, communities, then The Giver Quartet by Lois Lowry is not to miss. Uh, That starts with The Giver and continues with Gathering Blue, The Messenger, and Sun. And I think these are particularly good for teens who are intrigued by dystopia and the dystopian um, theme in A Wrinkle in Time. I don't suggest The Giver Quartet for kids under 12. I'm sure the publisher would disagree with me. <laughs> I like to save those for kids over 12 in my own home. If your kids like A Wrinkle in Time, they will very likely also like a book called Tuck Everlasting by Natalie Babbitt. And that is a book that has some really big questions, but it's delightful to read. Um, it's a great read aloud, great audiobook. And there's a really good movie that goes with it. So that's another experience where you could read the book together, watch the movie together, and talk about it. That would be a fantastic follow-up to A Wrinkle in Time. Robert C. O'Brien's Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim may be a really good um, choice for kids who enjoyed A Wrinkle in Time as well. And again, you should be able to find that one at your library or bookshop. It's a little bit of, I don't know if it's really considered sci-fi. I think it probably is considered sci-fi. A little bit of sci-fi slash fantasy or maybe it's speculative. I'm not really sure exactly what genre it fits in, but I can tell you my kids loved that book and I was shocked when I read it aloud to them how much I loved that book. I would make excuses for reading a little bit more or a little bit longer or fitting in one more read aloud session so we could find out what happened next. Lynn Janelle's series Emmy and the Incredible Shrinking Rat is another that's kind of similar to Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats and Nim, kind of sci-fi slash fantasy slash spec. I don't really know, but it's really enjoyable. Um, The art is done by Jonathan Bean, who's one of my favorite illustrators for kids. I really enjoyed this book. It starts with Emmy and the Incredible Shrinking Rat, and kids who like A Wrinkle in Time are bound to like that one as well. I also wanted to recommend Lloyd Alexander's The Book of Three, which is the beginning of a series as well. And 
you know, Lloyd Alexander and and Madeline Olingle aren't necessarily the same style book, but I find that kids who enjoy one oftentimes enjoy the other. So if you've got a kid who finished Wrinkle in Time and looks at you and says, what do I read next? The book of three might be just the thing to hand to them. I have a hunch that you will be surprised and delighted by the bond you can form with your kids and the really fabulous conversations you can spark simply by reading a book together and sharing an experience about it and then taking a little bit of time for conversation. And I think you'll also be pleased by how effective this simple three-step method is for for kids who are seven, as well as kids who are 17 and all together. And really that's something unique about reading aloud is that you can do it with all of those different ages and have a really unique experience that bonds your family together in a really meaningful way. I would love to hear how this goes. If you use hashtags a wrinkle in time and read aloud family to share about it on social media or to reach out to us because I'd love to see pictures and hear about your own experience with a wrinkle in time. I love it when we have an opportunity or a cause to celebrate a book that has been impacting generations of kids. And I can't think of the last time I was so excited about a movie coming out as I am about A Wrinkle in Time. So I can't wait to see the movie. I hope I love it as much as I'm anticipating I will. (laughs) And I can't wait to see about how your family celebrates A Wrinkle in Time by reading the book and sharing some experiences about it. Don't forget to pick up your reading guide for free at readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle. Now it's time for Let the Kids Speak. This is my favorite part of the podcast, where kids tell us about their favorite stories that have been read aloud to them. Hi, my name is Samantha. I am nine years old. My home state is Austin, Texas. And my favorite book is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Why I liked it is because my older brother read it to me with voices and accents. My favorite part is when Harry Potter had a wizard battle in the Hogwarts dungeons. Hi, my name is Joshua, and I'm 12 years old, and I live in Austin, Texas. My favorite book series that was read aloud to me is The Incorrigible Children of Ashton Place. And I have a favorite character in there named Simon Harley Dickinson. Why I like him is he's just like me. He likes writing and acting. What's your name? Caleb. How old are you? Five. Where do you live? In Austin, Texas. What is your favorite book that's been read aloud? Look Inside Your Body Book. The Look Inside Your Body Book? Yeah. Which is your favorite part? The ear. The ear? What do you like about the ear? Because you get to see the eardrum. You get to see the eardrum. Yeah. Hello, my name is Leon and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I am eight years old. My favorite book is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I like it because it is really funny. My favorite part is when Edmund is walking through the woods and he's saying funny things to himself. What's your name? Silas. And how old are you? Three years old. And where do you live? In Stockbridge, Georgia. What's your favorite book to be read aloud? The Jesus Story with David. Why? Because when when David killed Goliath. Is that your favorite part? Yeah. Hi, my name is Caleb and I am six years old. And my favorite book is Dominic because he meets all these friends. And I think at the end, they're all going to get together 
and fight the villains. And I live in Stockbridge, Georgia, and the author is William Stegg. Hello, my name is Joy. I'm age nine, and I live in Maryland. The book I'm going to recommend is Heartboy Hotel because the illustrations are great and the author is very clever. Hi, my name is Joy, and I'm nine years old, and I live in Maryland. I want to recommend The Single Shard because it's a life journey with pottery with a boy named Treat Ear. And it's a very good ending. And then I want to recommend Bramley Hedge because of the illustrations and the names, and I love all the characters. Bye! My name is Grace, and I'm nine, and I live in Maryland, and I want to do Mandy by Julie Andrews Edwards because it's about a girl in the orphanage, and she get, eventually gets adopted, but she finds a cut, and she takes care of it. And I also want to do Henry Cole, A Nest for Celeste, which is about a mouse, and the illustrations are very pretty, and I love the book. Hi, my name is Caroline, and I am eight years old, and I live in California. My favorite book is The Green Amble because it's about rabbits, and I like them, and it's full of adventure. Thank you so much, kids. Man, I love hearing about the books you're enjoying at home. So thanks for calling in and sharing those. Don't forget you can get the reader's guide to sharing a wrinkle in time with your family. It's going to have the three steps. It's going to have some handy links, some recommended books that I mentioned on the show, what your kids might enjoy if they love a wrinkle in time. And the most important part is it will have those open-ended questions you can use to have fantastic conversations about a wrinkle in time with your kids of any age. You can grab that for free at readaloudrevival.com slash wrinkle. And I don't want you to miss out on my brand new video course, How to Choose Books for Your Kids. This is a video class that you normally would pay 20 bucks for, but you get it absolutely free when you pre-order the new book I wrote, The Read Aloud Family, Making Meaningful and Lasting Connections with Your Kids. So to get the class for free, you need to order the book before March 27th. You can order it wherever you normally get your books. And then after you've bought it, go to thereadaloudfamily.com to enter your receipt number and I'll send you the class instantly. Don't miss out on that. So go pre-order the book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, your local bookshop, wherever you like to order your books, pre-order it before March 27th. Then head to thereadaloudfamily.com to get access to my new class, How to Choose Books for Kids for completely free. You've just got to do it before March 27th. That's it for now. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Read Aloud Revival podcast. Until then, go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books.